All right, six pack lapping out. We got Bob Matthews. And um, Bob, it's been a minute. Last time we talked, uh, you were, I don't know, you were prep leading into this. Battle of the yeah. 110s had not yet happened. Since then, the Battle of 110s has happened. We could touch on that. And a lot of movement, man, from several of craftsmen, people saying they're coming to IPF, as well as a bunch of people, period, from the USAPL. And I mean a yeah. bunch of people, heavy guns, coming over to the IPF. Um, and announcement that you're going 120. Of course, mm -hmm. this sparked some world champions from the IPF calling out yourself, teammate Ashton, yeah. um, nah. and chatter going on. And there's, I don't know, man, you're in the thick of it from one rivalry right into another. Oh my gosh, Dennis Cornelius looks like you may yeah. be making a comeback just as you start Dennis. coming back. I don't know what's going on with the 120s. Hot as hell <laughs> right now. Yeah. Why does hell right now? So I guess we'll pick it up. Let, let's talk about the battle of the one tens and then we'll move forward and, and, and where we're going. Yeah. So, so what, what, <laughs> so what was, how to go with the battle of the one tens? Um, what were you anticipating and you waiting super duper light? Yeah. So of course I was anticipating to win. Um, those, those boys pushed me. They pushed me in prep, the meat, and it was a hell of a meet. Although I lost, I learned a lot from the meet. And I was, I'm grateful to have those guys. They pushed me like, who, who, you can't ask for a better rivalry, rivals than Keenan and Ash. So I learned a lot from them and I took a lot from that. Um, I got a little screwed up on the day. It could have went better as far as the technicalities and just little things. But hey, anything can happen to meet those. So, and I should be, you know, prepared for that. Um, no matter what, to be honest. So I do, I take the L, I took it to the chin, and I'm I'm happy about it, to be honest. I'm very happy about it. Why Why would you say you're happy about it? Because after the meet, it, oh, it just made me. I mean, I, I knew I, if I won, I wouldn't be happy anyways, but, like, I'm just hungrier now. Way hungrier now. Like, it, it's, it's a terrible feeling. It's like, and Anakin Skywalker just took possess of my body. And now I'm just, I, ha I had that vibe. I kind of grew out of that vibe a little bit, you know? I was kind of like, not mean, but like, not depressed even, but like, <sighs> I just want to get, I want to get my get back. Period. So I'm, I'm happy for it because I think it's making me a better powerlifter in a moment. Period. With that, and it happened, I was curious first off that the body weight was 105. And on the surface yeah. level, even though you guys could have been 110, and all you guys were around mm -hmm. 105, just 105 and change, how did your body weight end up 105? Was that because just purely the way it went? Because you wanted it to be that yeah. way? No. That, how? How does that happen? Honestly, I remember we were all waiting in line, and we were – you know, guessing, yo, what you weigh in? What you weigh in? Ash was like, I'm probably kind of light. We were, I wasn't expecting him the way he looked. I wasn't expecting 110. I was expecting 107 ish. I was expecting for me 106. And Keenan, probably the same. I never, I, I saw him once, but he, he doesn't really look that different. And I know he has, you know, kind of a hard time eating. So I know he probably would have been 105, 106, same as me. We all ended up being 105, which yeah. was kind of crazy. Um, I mean, I guess, hey, you weigh lighter or whatever, but I was expecting to weigh heavier for sure. I'm going to be honest. But um, I had a lot going on, 
like little things like I lost my wallet on the way to the airport, so I lost my ID. Literally on my way, stressing. Um, that my insides, my temperature is ri rising, and I'm like, okay, this is a big situation. Let me not stress because if I stress, I'm not trying to lose body weight or any. You know, just don't stress. Just try to, you know, woosah, even while losing your wallet with everything inside. Um, so that little stuff like that prevented me from getting my next meal um, or even worrying about food, right? Um, it was tough. It was tough. Little things like that can, you know, impact the day. But you still got to show up. You still got to compete. So many little things happened that day, man. In prep for the meet, like two, three days out about that prep how was the prep because we all seen i think it was the thousand kilo sbd attempt and then afterwards yeah. you made a post saying not gonna lie things haven't quite been the same since that day and then things start turning around again and you still had a great yeah. day let's be honest like you mm -hmm. had, you still had a great day um but you're capable we still get the feeling as a fan watching I still got the feeling we haven't seen Ashton's or sorry. Uh, well, we have, maybe we haven't seen Ashton's either, but yeah. we haven't seen Bob's full send 100%. I, I, no. I don't think any of us walked away thinking that's Bob at 100%. And we no. don't know where your ceiling is. It's the truth. Well, first, firstly, with prep, prep was amazing. 1,000 kilos of an attempt. I'm blessed to even come even close to that. Two years ago, I was just chasing 2K. So I'm I'm grateful for everything, right? After that block, I made some switches. I changed back to the regular Ohio bar on squats because I want to prepare. You know, I want to prepare squats with a whippier bar. We're not going to be blessed to have such a stable bar as the Lico. So I went to that that bar on the squats. Uh, bench was benching. <laughs> bench was, of course, beautiful. Deadlifts. Um, deadlifts took a hit. My central nervous system. My body physically, I'm amazing, but. Bro, everything felt like a brick. Literally, just because I could not recover after the one thousand, I will never forget it. I was like, okay, I just I was a hair close. Let's get stronger. So in my mind, I'm pushing accessories crazy. That just destroyed me. Um, really, my central nervous system because my body was physically nice; it was perfectly fine. But heavy squats, I just couldn't perform a heavy squat just because I wasn't re recovered really. And that ha that like occurred for like two blocks in a row until the last block for nationals, where I finally was able to put together a decent double of a total. Although I did fail the squat and I had to drop it. However, that was seven 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 of a attempted that for a double. That's like three fifty two point five kilos, I believe. Yeah, um, I was strong, but I failed it. However, it was it still showed that I was still strong regardless of the fail because. I doubled. My last double was on an, an Alico bar. And I'm way better on Alicos. Way better. Because I can handle the um, sturdiness a lot better than Ohio. So yeah, prep was nice. Um, and you're right, we haven't seen 100% Bob. It's the truth. <laughs> it's just the truth. Meet after meet after meet. Yeah, my total, either the total or the dots, something's increasing. Of course, that's the very least I could do. But we haven't seen 100% Bob. And whenever that comes, of course, I want that every meet. I'm striving for that. When that comes, that's a dangerous day for anybody, against anybody. Because we've seen what 8 for 9 Bob could do and 7 for 9 and even 6 for 9 Bob could do, right?
Hmm. Not that I, I, not that I put that on a pedestal. I do not put that on a pedestal at all. Goes to win. Do you think, looking back, do you wish you hadn't attempted the thousand kilo SPD day? Do you think that might have fried you a little and backed you up? And do you think, like, if you would have said, "I'm not going to try it in prep. I'm going to try it on meat day," even if you fell slightly short, where do you think you would have fell? I would never take those attempts ever. I would I would do that two times over. Even knowing I would fail, I would still go for it. Because just knowing it was in me. Um, first I tr- I do trust my body, trust my body physically. I trust I recover or whatever. But just knowing I squatted eight hundred for the first time in that day. And I attempted eight sixty in the same day. My body me, just me attempting that, it just gives me so much motivation. And yeah, it's gonna hurt. It might hurt my seat. Hey, next time I attempt that, which could be soon, we don't know. Whenever I attempt that again, I'm not gonna be as destroyed as I was after that. I'm a lot stronger now. Um, a lot of things have changed. It's like ankle weights, or it's like a Zenkai boost from Dragon Ball Z, where you recover waist and you get way stronger, knowing what you've done in the past. So I definitely don't take that back at all. I love the that. I I go back and watch that. Like, damn, <laughs> I loved it. Because now you know you're capable. Now you know it's there. You know, like, I'm I'm right knocking Absolutely. on that door. That, now it's there. Mm-hmm. How that, you yeah. had that battle with Ashton. Some would have thought possibly, um, if you beat Ashton, move on. But if Ashton wins, you might be vying for a rematch with Ashton. Why, why is it that, do you, how are your thoughts on that? Do you want to go for another match with Ashton down the road? You're still around mm-hmm. 105. What's your body weight now? 120, that's it. You're firmly 120 and you're not you're not sticking around. Like, is everything mm. cemented on your end on this? So I knew we were gonna go IPF. Even before well, I would love a rematch with Ashton. Oh my god. I anytime I'm prepping against him, I get stronger than ever. Because he gets stronger than ever. And that means I have to. And then it's just a boomerang effect, whatever. Um it depends on the body weight. That's the only thing. And the IPF is probably going to be enough time for me to surpass the 110 class in body weight. Dude, when I get back to the USAPL, if I do, if I choose to come back, I have no idea yet. Am I 112 kg? Am I 111? Or am I 108, 109? And is Ash coming back with me, right? If, let's say the next time we competed, let's say if we chose USAPL, we get it at rematch, buddy. I'm a bigger bot. We're getting that rematch. Now, since we're venturing off to the IPF, it took me a while to be on, on page with the IPF. I didn't really want to do it at first. But regardless of the federation, I was going to eat up. I'm looking at my body as a lifetime bulk until I can't no more. And this lifetime bulk is at an, a very slow pace. I'm not doing anything that's uncomfortable. I'm milking every pound. I, I was a walking 293 two years ago. Then I became a walking hundred. Then I became a nice comfortable two twenty five. Now I'm two two thirty dry. Like it's hard for me to be under two thirty. I can't be under two thirty because I put on so much muscle, and that's just because of my slow, the slow pace of my bulk. We talked about that. We've talked about that every single podcast we've done about my my goals and body weight and every t- that. This is a new mark. I'm even heavier than ever before. It's gonna be the same thing in six months from now. I'll be two thirty. I'll probably be like a 235. It's hard to be that weight now because my body just holds so much weight now, whatever. Um, 
it really just depends on the body weight for real. Can me and Ash, whenever that next meet is, are we, does my body weight line up? Because if I'm 112 kg, I'm probably not cutting to the 110s. Probably not. So if you, so, okay, so this is interesting. So essentially, um, whatever happens with showdowns with mm. Ashton, showdowns with, and we'll get into Tony, Rondell, um, you know, big dev, whatever is going to happen in the future. Yeah. You are more, your path is chosen that you're going to keep getting bigger and stronger. And it doesn't matter in terms of your rivalries with these individuals so much. Like I got unfinished business with this guy. So if he goes 105, which Ashton is, I'm going to go 105 and chase him. And we're going to settle this. You're more like, Hey, look, love to do it again with you. But if I end up a weight class up and you don't hats off to yeah. you, best of luck. I'm good with it. Kind of for real, because like, I mean, I feel like me, it's like, I'm get, I would be giving people a, the advantage if I'm cutting to them because I don't look, I don't look at my body and be like, this is the, this is the, the optimal body I want for powerlifting for the squat bench and deadlift. No, I think there's more. I think there's a better leverage I can ch chase. I said a chase. <laughs> I could chase and achieve. Um, could be. I'm, I'm I'm dreaming on 115 kilos is where that is perfect, Bob. And I I don't want to let a rivalry stare me away from my perfect body. Although it will be hard. Like that's a that's a debate I would make. What if if let's say if Ash called me out and be like, Yo, Bob, I want you right now. I'm going down. Yeah, you called me out. Oh yeah, you get it. But as far as what I want, absolutely to chase that 115 kilos. I want to chase um, the heaviest I can be and just perform. I know the potential. I, I, I know what I can do for real. Um, it just takes me to get, just takes me to get there. That's really it. Chasing absolute strength. It's interesting because we've seen, we've seen both happen. We've seen people chase rivals and showdowns, which is like interesting for people watching. You love rivals and showdowns. Mm -hmm. And, Sometimes they get sidelined with their career. And then sometimes other people will not chase rivals and showdowns, but they're going to just chase what their own pathway blaze their own trail. A, 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 a comparison I would sh show would be like a Delaney Wallace, who for a second, I remember talking to him in DMs. He came in second place to Russell or he at USAPL Nats. USAPL IPF split. Russ goes USAPL. And he was thinking... I got to go after Russ. He's the big name guy. I came in number two to him. I got to yeah. try to beat him. And then he thought on it for a little bit. And he said, you know what though? But he always wanted to go this other pathway. It would the equivalent of him wanting a world title and doing all that is the equivalent of you wanting to be as big as possible and do all, all your pathway. It's just your mm -hmm. own pathways. You always want it. And he thought for a second, he was going to deviate off his personal goals that he always wanted before just regularly for chasing an individual yeah. thought on it and then said, you know what? No, he went the IPF route, two-time world champion has flown all over the world. Now he's going to be two-time at Sheffield having all these crazy experiences. And it's, if he went the other route towards Russ, USCPL, maybe none of that happened. He was on Eurosport, like crazy amount of views that happened on the Olympic channel. I don't know if you had seen like the IPF world's viewership has been 
crazy, especially on the yeah. Olympic trail. It's like 400,000 views for the world championships. Like it's blowing up on the global side. And he didn't know that was going to happen and how Sheffield was going to blow up before he took that path. But he stayed true to his personal goal. Hmm. And then this just kind of unfolded. And he's like, oh my God, thank God I chose. Not right. Yet. So I could kind of see what you mean when you're like, look at, I this I I got into this sport maybe maybe not to be a world champion maybe it was always just I want to be as big as possible strong as possible and I didn't get into the sport to beat Ashton Rouska right maybe you didn't even think about that at the time well honestly I never even thought about this goal shit I've never thought about even this goal really um best believe if I look like how I wanted to look at 105 I'm staying 105 100% million percent but there's a lot more to chase, bigger numbers to chase. Um, and that could passively come with titles. You never know. Could passively come with titles for real. So ultimately, I'm chasing the strongest Bob a Bob could find pretty hmm. much. And I think everything will come to me that, whether it's dots. Remember, remember when I used to be chasing the dots? Hey, I think my dots will be maximized just being the strongest I can ever be to be honest. Um, and same as the total, same as the chips, national, the world titles or the national titles. Yeah, just be the strongest. How do you feel now that USCPL has essentially announced that they're going to move towards their own formula? IPF doesn't use dots, but some federations, in, like national feds in the IPF use dots. Sheffield is based off of percentages of world records you break. Untested uses dots a lot, but I remember when I first started, it was Wilkes we use. The one thing that I've seen, I've been in powerlifting since 2008. Formulas mm. are changing like crazy. And new ones come, old ones go, and the relevance of them, like right now, dots is hot. But in three years, USAPL is not going to use them, and IPF doesn't use it. And I don't know if dots will be like Wilkes, the old Wilkes that mm. nobody even knows what their Wilkes is anymore. So then... When relevancy changes and you look back and you start telling people, like, like, yeah, I was chasing oh, a formula. No one uses, no, it, we're, kilos will always be the same. And now that you've been in the, you've been in the game for a minute now, and you've seen some changes now. You've seen a couple formulas come and go. USCPL mm -hmm. has just recently announced they're going to have a new one and drop dots. Has that changed your idea for dots and made you more totals driven and titles driven? Or how, what are your thoughts on all of it? <laughs> Okay, so there was like a little brief period where I, I love the dots, pow, pow, but it's not the move for me. I my my thoughts have changed on it so much because dots is like, in a way, you can it's like a cheap win. It's like a cheap win. I'll be honest, because like for example, on at the Arnold's, Ashton was the better lifter on the day. He made more attempts. He had the higher total, and what did I do to get that total? I was literally just, I literally just dried myself out. I just didn't eat the night before. I, that's, that's cheap. Manipulate your body weight just to accommodate a formula. Uh, it's, it's not really that, that to me. However, when you got people like Austin, who's doing shit like what he just did, 614, or who was doing a 600 dots at that body weight, that is insane. So it, it gives those performances that much more respect and honor. Even Asus, like it's it's insane. 
on what they did. But um, as far as me and how I feel about Dodgers, it's watered down. It's a cheap win. I don't really like it. And as far as the USAPL formula, uh, don't be too different from the other feds, man. That's that's too much because no one really knows what the points are. I'm not even going to be paying attention to it. So it's kind of... Yeah. I mean, that's the... you, you may, It's true that with all the weight classes we have, we are searching for a pound-for-pound pound formula to equate pound-for-pound pound who's who's the best in the world. And dots and formulas give us that. Quick question before we double back on you, but who do you think is best in the world right now, pound-for-pound? Pound? The best? Mm, I think the best pilot in the world is Jesus, number one. And I think Austin is... You could put Austin at 1B or 2. And then Rondell is third. Yeah. 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 I think that's I legit. Know. I don't even think you can argue that. Who? Well, I would love to hear arguments against that. And I'm gonna. I want to ask you about Rondell because I mean, what he did. So you're going 120. This yeah. is firm because you, you're going to be over 105. You're already over 105, and now you're eating more. Uh, quick question: How much are you eating? Marcellus said on the podcast. But is it I, how much? How many calories? I am at 4.1K calories. Fun fact, this isn't the most calories I ate. In prep for, oh, I, I keep saying in prep for Ash. In prep for Nationals, I was eating 4.3K, and I was like 235. 235, a nice 235. Um, And then I dialed it back down after Nationals. 4.1, because I don't need to rush um, the, the body weight gains at all. Right now, I'm 233 at the moment, every morning. So, yeah, that's how much I was eating. I am eating right now, 4.1. Over 4,000 calories, and you said diet? <laughs> That's crazy. You eat a lot, man. I would love to eat that much. That's a So you eat a ton of food. That's, a, that's mm -hmm. quite a bit. It's, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard when I'm at home. When I'm traveling, because I don't like to eat out, that's the hard mm -hmm. part, because I still like to stick right. to my oats, uh, brown rice, white rice, or whatever, salmon. I don't like eating out, so I'm not going to cheat my way with fast food. But at home, it's easy because I could easily make a shake. My shakes my shakes are like 3K. My shakes are like 3K. And I just down it in like, um, this, like this size, and I split it in like take a third of it every other hour. Pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, bulking's a lot more fun than cutting. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Interesting. Getting up, getting up to 120 is gonna be a lot more fun than like if you try to diet down to a 93. So you're going 120. You're on the Sabato Boys podcast, Sabato Sessions. Yeah. What did you say that sparked the reaction from Tony Cliff, IPF World Champion? And what was your impression when Tony? Hops on social media, calls you sideshow mm. Bob, refers <laughs> to you as like a 105 flunky or something or failure yeah. or something or rather. What was it that sparked this? So I love how the on the on their podcast, I was asked, and I love it because it's a content. It's just chasing the content. Do you have a message for the 120s? And I was like, I, I don't really have a message, right? So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, eh, I have a message. Well, I mean, y'all just got to get stronger. I mean, I'm I'm a 105, and I'm probably the favorite. 
That's literally what I said, right? I'm probably the favorite, so y'all just got to do better because I'm not really that motivated. That's why I also one of my story called it the IPF route. When I wasn't clear on the IPF, I'm like, this is kind of a mental vacation. And a lot of people were getting at me saying mental vacation. Um, and they don't know what I meant by that. What I meant by that was I just got went neck at neck with Ashton. Do you know how much stress that is up here? That's a lot of mental stress, which is a good thing. It's you stress for me, but it's still a lot of stress. Now, after Nationals, I'm thinking, all right, if I go 120, whatever, it's not, there's no ash. That's less stress. So mental vacation. So I, they, they heard that. They heard me saying, um, y'all got to step up because they actually have to step up. I'm, if, if Petrie, my guys, probably the same difference in body weight as the 120s, right? If Petrie was matching my total or doing more than me, I would be sick to my stomach. I would be so mad. Petrie are, and Petrie's a, he's a god, right? Petrie's a beautiful lifter. But he's just too, he's smarter than me by, by approximately 25 pounds. I would be disappointed. I would be freaking mad. So let's say if, P, if Petrie was in that position, I don't mean to put him in that position. I'm sure he would say the same thing. The one one oh fives, y'all gotta oh, I'm out totaling y'all, y'all gotta step up, man. Do your thing. I'm not really that motivated, whatever. So that's pretty much me. That's what I said. Um and I even called Tony a legend. I said me Tony's too. a legend. Yeah. <laughs> I called him a legend. He's a one twenty, um, his longevity, blah blah blah. And I was like, Well, yeah, you know, go to the one one twenties, I they gotta step up because I'm a one oh five and I'm probably the favorite. I don't know if I'm the favorite, but I'm probably. And then that was that. Two like a day, like two days later, because you know they took time to post it. I, out of nowhere, I, I see um somebody sent me in my story. Shout out to him, you know he who he is. Are you gonna take this? And then it was early in the early in the day. I was like, wow, he actually said that. I let it slide for the moment being, because I'm like, why would I respond to this? I'm stronger, and I'm going up to him. But then I took some time. The adrenaline took over, and I was like, yeah, he's getting a response. Fuck that. He's getting a response. There's no way. Um, and my response was I went on my story, and I I didn't bash him. I didn't, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I just went on my story, and I said I kind of, like, made it in a comedic sense. I was like, Tony, your strength is embarrassing. <laughs> not that it's, it's not actually embarrassing, but I was like, Tony, it's embarrassing. I put the totals up here on the screen. My total, my best total versus his best total. Of course, there's so many narratives that you you need to know. This on this side is the IPF side with travel. Uh, he's the time is affecting him. He's going against you know international people. On this side, this is a USAPL total, which is kind of people look at that as less than IPF. However, my my total still has context to it. I'm going against Ash and Keenan. I'm going to be honest, I'm very battle-tested. I've been going against right. a lot of dogs in my life. I went against Ash like three times. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, my total has context to it. It's not like my total is just a, oh, he's doing a local meet. No, I went against Ash, who who watered down my total, because I could have been totaling 980 by now. But, yeah, um, that's what I said in my story. I said, Tony, your strength is embarrassing. Do better, Tony. Do better. And, um... I got a lot of support off of it, of course, because I I painted myself in that light. I could have 
I could have been a dickhead and been negative and been like, ain't no way you said this shit about me, man. Fuck you. No, I would never do that. You got to be smart. You got to paint yourself in the, you know, the positive light, comedic relief, and have the people on your side and whatever. And that's what I did on my stories. Um, but yeah. And after the fact, a lot of his uh, his UK boys were like, oh, that's just Tony. He, that's the British, the British banter. I didn't even know that. I'm from New York where, you know, calling someone a failure or just calling them out is kind of crazy. Kind of crazy a little bit. It's so I was sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. (laughs) No, I was gonna say. So, um, it is Tony because, like, I've had Tony on the podcast a bunch of times. I see Tony at every single world championships and I talk to him in DMs and shit. And I'm like, he trolls me like a motherfucker. She trolls me. He posts on me, trolling me. Um, but he is like, but he, I I, saying that, like, he does have British humor because if you watch his, his friends troll him too, though, like, all of his boys are like, um, you know that picture of the wrestler? There's a wrestler, and then behind him is the Undertaker stone face, and the wrestler in front of the is the the meme, and the wrestler in front of the Undertaker is like smiling all happy, and he doesn't see the Undertaker behind him, dead face yeah. and clobber him, and it showed all of his friends were like um, Tony Cliff going into IPF Worlds, and and he's a smiling refer a wrestler, and the Undertaker it says like some Eastern European who's not on Instagram, and he's like <laughs> about to ruin Tony's day, and that's Tony's friends trolling tony this is how they do right um but also on the flip side it draws attention whereas people ordinarily if they were thinking bob's favorite bob's gonna walk in nothing to see here whatever the shit it's not the same marcellus was on here saying the same thing where it's like if you're the world champion and tony is and Tony, for all the fun and games he likes to have, and he likes to have games, and he'll draw attention, he'll be a good counterpart of yours to do his job, and we've talked about this before, to bring notice. You're on a podcast, he's going to comment. He'll listen to comment. He's on a podcast, he'll be waiting to see if you got something to say, and he'll be he'll do his mm-hmm. part to hype it, but he also is extremely motivated and powerlifting like he is like actually like all fun and games aside the guy is a flipping competitor who's been doing it for like 20 years so he he yeah. for really real into your point in terms of like international competition he's been at worlds he's done it all he's won worlds he's bombed at worlds he's yeah everything under the sun for 20 years and he's he's like a gamer so um but he will look at everybody look, you guys are like nine months out and people are already talking about you and tony so he did his job. He did he his did job if nothing job. else. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought, bro, I thought I was not, not not saying, you know, as far as the adversary and the the mental part of the competition between us and me and the 120s, whoever it is, I'm thinking crickets, 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 crickets. You know, as far as um me getting being hyped for something or whatever. Not not their totals, just the mental part and preparing for prefer them. And now all of a sudden, my God, Tony and this little this little feud. But all, but all respects to him because I think he's a, I think he's a good lifter. Like I saw his lifts, I know what he's capable of. The man could pull off some shit. I saw his uh, um, when he totaled what nine nine fifty five or something, he missed a massive deadlift that would have probably put him at like nine eighty or something. I know his capable. I know he's capable of. Absolutely. And I respect him for sure. 100%.
yeah, there's no disrespect at all on my part. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, yeah, you guys will, you guys will do the banter back and forth and get people hyped. So it's like, Oh shit, let's see what happens. Let's see who wins. This yeah. is how you, this is how you build the hype up. Um, going yeah. to the IPF. Is there anything you're worried about in terms of rule changes in terms of, because as the saying goes, you change the rules, you change the game. Is there anything mm-hmm. you're concerned with in terms of like bench rule? Have you tested that out? Is everything all good? Is there any adjustments that need to be made? Yeah. Um. Thankfully, for I showed you back. My deadlifts are amazing, and I lock everything out. No, whatever. Even even if I was doing sumo, I would my sumo would be perfectly fine for um IPF squat squat deadlifts. I squat deep. I don't even leave doubt for that. Bench. Of course, definitely can be out wide there. If I want to stay out wide, I would have to flare. I don't like flaring. But if I if it was the ultimate thing I needed to do with the wide grip, the max grip, I would do it. But for now, I'm just close gripping. Pinkies, rings. Um, At first, I'm going to be honest, before Tony said anything, I was planning to just compete with uh my this part of my finger on the smooth. So literally benching like that. Four arms parallel. Damn, they're on the smooth. Um, but now I got to actually put up a trump card a little bit. Like, unlock a little trump card. So I'm under pinkies now. And I've benched. This is a bench, um, a grip I've benched 500 with in prep for a little after the Virginia Pro 2021. I, I benched that in, like, February um, 2022. So I've benched 500 with the grip. Um, I know what the grip is capable of. It's not my max grip. I I benched 540 with my max grip. I mm. know what that that shit is strong as hell. But with the closer grip, I mean, it's cool. I know what to expect from it. And I'm a really this is why I do accessories. It's like you don't know what's gonna be tossed out. You don't know how you gotta be prepared for anything. Mm. So all the dips, all the um the row, everything I am prepared for. I'm prepared to bench with my thumbs touching. Because people think I only I'm a I'm only a good technician. They don't understand the brute. Like there's this one time, Marcellus, I did go off program this one time in um Texas. Um this was after the block, at, like after the block was finished. And you know Debo? Who's that, sorry? You know Dewardley, um, you know Debo, Debo yes. Flex, the tuxedo yes. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I benched his one rep max. Sorry, Debo. I benched his one rep max because we were chatting, you know, friendly banter, chatting. No warm up, close grip, with my feet up, and I had to, I, yeah, just cut, yeah, just cause no warm up, no one plate, no two plate, no no nothing. I did that just with the close grip and my feet up, just to prove a point. It was like a RPE ten, but it was like four sixty. So that's just to go goes to show how much of a brute I am, because people don't think I can. I'm a brute bencher, so they think the rules are gonna hurt my bench drastically. It'll hurt my bench a little bit as far as you know the max max grit, but I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be so good. Having said that, so this is where people are going to analyze, and this is you know what sport fans do once a matchup starts being put together. Um, mm. If you're floating around nine sixty, and they think, well, let's shave off five kilos from bench. Mm. If they say that, if they say that, then they're like, holy okay. shit, him and Tony are neck and neck. But then you would say. That's me at 105. So then the next question would be, let's say you get to IPF Worlds. I'm going to double back for PA Nats in a sec. Let's say you get to IPF Worlds. 
Okay. How big will you be? I would say it's fair to say I would be I, I probably 109, 110 kg, to be honest. I don't feel the need to rush anything at the moment. And right now, being approximately 106, I think four kilos would be put on very cleanly. I'd still be lean. And yeah, that would be that would do wonders. That would do wonders for me. I I think 109 to 110 would be a very safe assessment. I I don't I don't do not see myself over 110 by then unless I'm like desperate, but that, I'm not gonna get desperate. Um, that doesn't happen to me. Um, as far as the lowest I would be 107 ish, 235. That's probably like 106.5, 107 approximately. Right. Um, at the lowest, but I don't see why I would weigh that low. I probably would chase that 108 to 110 kg mark. To be honest, yeah, 110. I see myself that. And going into when is the next time you're going to compete? Three weeks from now. Not looking forward oh. to that that much. I'm not going to lie, but yeah, three weeks from now. And are you? What's the plan here? Are we go in just a casual, hit some openers style, or like SBD day style, or what are we looking at? So I am. I'm be honest. I'm debating so many things. I'm debating on just taking as little as 300 on squat, 300 pounds, literally just sandbag the meat just to qualify and then do my SBD session in the back because I'm a type of, I have a lot of momentum right now and I don't want to lose momentum. So I won't, I would want to hit my heavy doubles in the back, literally. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I could, you know, do something. I was thinking about PR hitting a deadlift PR all time with conventional. Um, outdoing my best sumo with conventional literally which is 837 838 and i would need to pull 843 the next conversion up which would be it's a statement maker and a confidence booster for me if i were to do that i would just i would obviously have to have the okay for marcellus but that would mean a lot but then again i'd have to weigh out what i want because what i want to double on deadlifts would also mean a lot so Depends on what I want to do, really. What meat is this in three weeks? This is the Houston meat. Okay. Uh, I don't really, I don't really know. I'm not gonna lie, I just signed up. <laughs> is this the one I'm commentating? Ashen's doing it. The one. Is- That's right. Okay, man. I'm okay. gonna see you there, and I'm commentating it. Man, this is it is such a flipping stacked competition. I can't believe how many people are going to be at this. Like, it's all the big guns that are crossing over from USAPL are going to be there. Um, and people, I think, like, Russ is going to come in to do some media work, like, on-stream uh, interview. And, like, it's like people are coming in. I mean, they're flying wow. me in. They're flying. SBD is going to fly me in to compensate it. It's a local meet. And they're, and they're flying me in, like, wow. SBD is really going big on some of these competitions. Okay. Now, money is being handed out. Like you see, and the money's going to get better and better like in 2024. But this is a nice little preview of how on the PA side, they would like to do some high quality meets that that are that feel like this, right? Or, or even bigger, possibly. Um, okay. So it's exciting. I love seeing it first off because a little bit of the conversation is, it will probably, well, a little bit of the conversation is what happens to the people who don't get to go to the world championships? They need an avenue. 
well, there's going to be some money mm-hmm. meets, et cetera, high caliber, you know, streams. We SBD does high caliber streams, et cetera. Um, so that'll be, that'll be fun to watch. Follow up questions. Well, you're pulling conventional. Why yeah. is that? And is it more, do you think it's going to be a more, because Ashton is a, a, a dual hitter as well. Is it more consistent weapon for you or what's with the change there? So technically, yeah, it's way more consistent. My God, it is cheating, yo. I did not know pulling could be so effortless. That's first of all. It's like everything, once you move it off the floor an inch, it's instantly locked out. It's it's insane. It feels so much different than, than sumo. That's one. And I never got the chance to train it because I came into sport 2019 and then, you know, 2019, 2020, I'm getting my feet wet. 2021, I have a rivalry with Petrie, so I can't switch to conventional. My deadlift is already 790, 800 at the moment. Let me not nerf myself. So let me stay on pace with Petrie. And then my next rival is Ash for the next hot, who knows how long. So I can't, I don't have any time to switch to conventional. This is my only free time to try experiment, right? So right. I experiment. And my intent at first was just to experiment with conventional. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And I know I'm going to IPF route. It's like I said, there's no Ashton on that side. Let me play with it. I finally have my free time. So I pull 750 at an RPE, 750, which is like 340 kilos at an RPE, eight and a half. I probably had one more true rep in a tank. I feel like my warrant max was 350, 771. Mm, whatever. Training block starts. I end the block off with 345 for three clustered at that. And it felt it the, the transformation over the past three weeks blew the hell up. Like mm. it's insane. Conventional is a beautiful tool. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like, do you wish that you had been doing it the whole time? Almost? Absolutely. I just never had the time. Yeah. It's tough because it, it's weird when people say conventional is easier. What would you say to that? No, uh, sumo's uh, easier. Sorry. Sumo's easier. Sorry. I oh. misspoke. People say sumo's easier. What would you say to that? That no. people can pull more with sumo. No. I hate sumo. I personally hate sumo, and I've always hated sumo. Now, I'm better at it. I, well, I was better at it. I'm about to surpass it very soon. <laughs> we'll that. find out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... It's not easier, man. I'm going to be honest. It's so hard. It's You got to worry where you place your foot. This and that. I'm going to be honest. When they messed me up at Raw Nationals, at first, my feeding, my footing was perfect. Now, you throw me off. Now, I got to find that footing again. What if I'm not perfectly placed, right? You throw me off mentally, I'm not as good sumo. Conventional, let's say if my one-rep max was equivalent to what I can hit with the sumo, that's an easy... <gasps> Take a nice brace, pull, get it. Yeah. Sumo, sumo, if you're equal, pull conventional because it's more trustworthy. To the people that are saying it's not, it's, it's, um, sumo is easier, they're talking about the lighter guys. That's pretty much it. Everyone 90 kilos and under, yeah, but you yourself that are saying that, you're not pulling sumo and you're not saying it's easier. Otherwise, you'd be doing it. You know, damn well, you never pull last with that, with sumo. Because it's not it's not easier. No. You now, can fight more. Sorry, go ahead. Deadlift bar. Oh, that's a different story. Deadlift bar. Different <laughs> story. I I don't like the deadlift bar, but yeah. 
Uh, and you can fight more in, a, in the conventional stance. Like you just be, there's no, like the speed wobbles almost never happen. Speed wobbles. If it comes too easy on sumo, you see people speed wobble, like Nick Manners at world's opening lift. hits a speed wobble. God damn. I got to retake my opener. Or if I don't retake my opener and go up and wait, what if I miss that to strength, miss the first ones, even people teeter at the top because your legs are spread and you have tons of weight in your hands. Whereas if you're yeah. in a normal standing position, you are your entire life in your entire day to day, a normal standing position, you're far more secure. So you could, you can fight. You could yeah. fight if you have to fight in in and the fight isn't going to bobble you forward. So there'll be the up down that mm-hmm. up down. Just one rule I could change. I would love to take out the up down rule, but then I think you'll see more people go sumo. So then it's, um, and if you don't like sumo, you probably should keep the up down rule in there to stop. Keep the rule. <laughs> keep the rule. <laughs> Shit. If you go home, my bitch, hold everything else. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Hold everything else. I'm with it. Right. Whatever. Right. I'm right. Done. But yeah, I'm loving combat sumo right now. It's looking beautiful for me. And how about national? So, Obviously, Big Dev won the 125s as a small 125. He can easily mm-hmm. make 120. And he's humming and hawing a little bit. He was on the podcast about going PA Nats. Um, what's your expectation of PA Nats? Are you going to go all out relative to okay. the space from Nats to Worlds? Does it make sense to go all out? Does it depend who shows up? What are your thoughts on PA Nats? If I'm pushed to go all out, I will. If it's just me and nobody, I'm not going to go all out. It's no point. Um, I know, you know, the potential that Big Dev can come there and what he's going to do. I've, I've heard the podcast. I've heard he's pacing himself as the massive underdog. I love to hear it. I really do. Big Dev, if you're hearing this, I am not underestimating you one bit. You're, <laughs> I love it. I am. You notice that, that, huh? Absolutely. I will never underestimate that guy. I don't care how um how much he paints me in that light as it's Bob, he's gonna I'm gonna make him No, I know the potential he has. In my eyes, that man is benching six right now. He's capable of so much. So he is another Ashton to me. I'll prepare him, I'll I'll unlock all my tools for him, type shit. I just gotta know if he no, I don't even need to know if he's coming if he's doing PA Nats. I'm definitely ready for him. Um and I know I see his progression. I study him. I've, I've been studying him for a very long time just because of his bench, literally. I love his bench. But now it's becoming, hey, he might, I never thought he would be like someone I'm, you know, butting heads with competition-wise. So now it's kind of, it's kind of cool because I've been studying the fuck out of him. Crazy. Really? You yeah, on my, I swear to God. Swear to God. It's crazy how much I've studied him. Even before I knew he was, you know, we probably were butt heads. So, yeah, I know a lot about him. I know his squat. I know a lot about his knee. I know a lot about his bench, his deadlift, all that. Um, his deadlift has a lot of potential, a lot of potential. And um, I'm so ready for him. I'm, he's not the underdog in my eyes. We equal, buddy. We're equal. See, this <laughs> is the thing. He, I, he, he, you're, you're right. He for sure was picture painting himself as the underdog. Um, but so he, it, it's almost like it was fresh for him to realize that he's going to be in these conversations. When I was asking him these questions, he's like, oh my God. And I'm like, my friend, you're in the 950s. 
I mean, that could, that could, you got to go to the world championships and do it, but you were a world championship contender. You go against Bob, you're going to push Bob. Bob, he's going to have to, like, if, if Dev puts on 10 kilos onto his total or 12 kilos, he's in the 960s. So it forces you, you're going to have to hit some PRs. Obviously, you can, and you, but, you have to now instead of you can yeah. if you don't want you know now it's like well no now i have to pr that's a different feeling for lifters i was trying to explain to Devin, like dude that's a competition when someone shows up that day and is like well i gotta fucking pr my lifts to win it feels a yeah. little different and i was like Devin, well to be, you know to, to be honest we both have the same task we both have to pr to win <laughs> yeah yeah we have the same task Right. Um. Yeah, pretty much that. So um, it's that's well said right there. That is well said right there to put it in perspective for Devin mm -hmm. and anyone watching. Don't you know this is a good this is a good head to head. You know, I think sometimes. Do you think sometimes people want if a rivalry is coming, want to throw the pressure on the other guy too because you're the bigger name, obviously. Yes, they want to do that. They want to do that so bad. And pressure doesn't get to me, man. I it really doesn't. It's just my first meet. But yeah, they love doing that. They'd be like, yo, Bob, you can't lose to this guy. No, they, they, no, stop it. Stop. And I'm not relieving myself. I'm not relieving, I'm not relieving myself off of off pressure just by saying Dev is my equal, basically. No, Dev could seriously beat me, have me looking stupid. So no, absolutely not. I generally understand the man is a legit, he can beat me. So I was laughing when I was uh hearing how how much he put me on the pedestal as far as Bob is so far away. No, Dev. And I acknowledge <laughs> him. I, I acknowledge him. So, yeah. Hopefully he hears this. And hopefully we see it happen to PA Nats. We'll see. I mean, battles are coming. Um, and yeah. speaking of battles coming, so we saw Rondell at USAPL Nats. Now, Rondell is in mm -hmm. a very interesting situation. Um, he went into great depths on it on the podcast he was on. And uh, for anyone listening, politics had him out of the competition for four years for, for powerlifting period. Moves mm. to the USAPL, and he's a guest lifter because he's not American. And he's a guest lifter purposely weighing under 120, which I liked. So that historically speaking, his total gets, if you're going to go into the database, it'll be filtered with all the 120s throughout mm. history. 125 is a relatively new weight class since USAPL split, which is just 18 months, two years ago. That's a new weight yeah. class for tested powerlifting. So he's like, no, put me against history as well as all the other lifters around the world. And he's trying, he's doing this purposely trying to be in the conversation with everyone else, to be respected like everyone else, to be like, I'm on par with everyone else around the world. Shows up, guest lifter, fine. And A, what did you think about his 1045 kilo performance? And is he getting enough love for that? Because he's a guest lifter. And I get it. He's not American. You're not going to win the American title. I get it. But Sinat is in, it's, what do you think? I don't think he's getting enough love for it. To be honest, that performance was crazy. 10. Oh, we, we even talked about it. I think it's. Hey, like Jesus, yeah, all-time total, whatever. And people probably categorize Rondell as the smaller version of what Jesus is doing. So it's on a smaller scale. And 
they and then if you're looking at the dots, they're looking at Austin way over um, Rondell as far as the dots. So Rondell being that 120 and doing what he's doing, amazing, the amazing, just this whole freaking performance. They're like it's like the best of both worlds, but it's not the end of this spectrum or the end of this spectrum. So they water it down crazy. Mian, I've seen some people not really put a lot of respect in his name. Um, it was definitely one of my favorite performances. I think it's my favorite performance of all time, to be honest, because that's ten forty-five. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. There's the squat grind, the bench. To be that good at all three lifts is crazy. Of course, of course, Jesus and Austin is the same, right? As far as being that good at all three lifts. But it's just crazy. Maybe I, I don't I, it's I don't even think it's because um he's around my size, he's closer to my size. It's not that bias. It's just he's the first guy to total over six do over six hundred dots at that weight. Hmm. Austin did six fourteen or six twelve or whatever it was, but for for Rondell to do for, for Rondell to match that dots, he'd have to do like a ten eighty, man. That's asking for a lot to be yeah. honest. And then Ron, Austin did that shit at like RPE seven. So like there is a little bit of bias towards the light lifters with the dots. And as far as the absolute load, super heavyweights, you're looking at hey suits. So Rondell definitely does. He's a little underrated. A little underrated as far as the recognition of his performance. I'll admit. It's like I did that podcast episode with Matt Gary. Like I had some legends on there trying to cover my bases. So I had Matt Gary, Eric Helms, um, Rory Lynch was on there. We we're doing the top five performances mm. of all time. And Rondell's performance was an honorable mention, but top five all-time period in the sport, you're going to have performances that are just circling the wagons but not hopping in, and people are like, why the fuck not that one? And then afterwards, I was saying, like, I could be talked into Rondell's performance making top five, but I didn't have it in my top five. And then afterwards, oh. I don't, I don't, I don't. But after, like, man, but you got to bump someone else out. And then afterwards, uh, yeah, Rondell posted. He's like listening to that podcast. He had that funny beep or whatever. And I'm like, and I was talking to him DMs. I'm like, I can be talked into it. I can be talked into Rondell's 120 because let's put it this way. We all remember what Taylor Atwood did to the 74s in 2021 right. USCPL runouts. Now mm -hmm. we see what Perk did in 2023. Mm -hmm. Did Rondell do the same to the 120s as those gentlemen did to the 74s and 75s? He absolutely did. Yeah, he absolutely did. He absolutely did. You got a what? That was the third highest total drug tested ever. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He absolutely did. If there was a 145 class, if there was a 160 class, I'm pretty sure Rondell would be out totaling them, right? So yeah, yeah. Rondell did what Taylor Atwood and um, Austin just did. Um, you could even argue that potentially. No, I would say it's on that level. He absolutely did that. Yeah. And what do you think? Why do you think Rondell isn't getting quite? Because on the podcast, he talked about it. He's in a tough spot. He's a guest lifter, mm. first off. So he's somewhat a man on an island, right? Um, what do you think he has to do to earn the more adulation. All right, if I'm going to be honest, I, I might have the perfect answer as far as why he's not getting it. And it's just like how I was saying, it's if people want to see absolute load, 
they're not going to a 120. They're going to a 120 plus with a 1,000 squats. So they will overlook that. Even if Rodell squats 900, I'm afraid he'll get the props, but I don't think it'll be as recognized as a Jesus because that's 1,000. That's the absolute of the absolute. And as far as the dot side, I mean, unless, we know you've got the potential for a 606, 610 dots. Yeah. But can you claim the number one period dots? Because you got the people that favor the smaller guys. There's a lot of people that favor the formula. The smaller lifters, the 69s of the world. Are they going to give they're not going to give Rondell that dots credit because it's not 614. And if Rondell does get that 614, Austin just might be at 620 at that time. So that's why I think, you know, it's truly always going to be underrated. As far as what can he do? Yeah. We know he has to put nine deadlift in the meet, 900 of a deadlift. We know he has to bench 600 of a bench. Oh, the squat is so hard. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. There's got to be a 400 kilo squat and above. 900 squat. It has to be something that can rival a Jesus. But it's just, he's in that awkward weight class where it's like, you know, you're not Jesus doing a 1,000, so you're not going to get as much recognition. So it's tough. I feel like it's, you got the small people, the Austins of the worlds, you got the middles, the Bobs and the Ashtons, and even the Petries, the 90s going here, and then you got the heavy heavies. And then Rondell is right in that awkward awkward situation it's a tweener <laughs> it's like it's like a freaking it's like the tadpole and then the frog but do we rec- do we acknowledge the stage in between yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know you, you're right i think there is a lot said to if you're getting super big you're getting compared to jesus and unfairly getting paired it's Freaking Jesus. Yeah, That's right, a tough right. comparison. And then so, when you go to formulas, whether it's dots. Now, the rest of the world, keep in mind, doesn't really use dots as much. Um, but right. even the other formulas aren't going to favor a 120. I don't know a single formula you can use that'll favor a 120. Wow. So I think you're right. He's stuck. He's stuck where it's like, if you want to use formulas, not super duper helping me. If you want to use absolute strength, I'm going to impress you, but if I'm too big, you might just start looking past me to Jesus. Here's so you were mentioning some numbers. Yeah. And I was thinking if he's going the IPF route and he's collect, like, I don't know if you had seen. So the IPF worlds has got like on the, on the IPF stream originals, about five times the viewership of USAP on that. But then on the Olympic channels, like it can, it can get up to a hundred thousand views on the Olympic YouTube and then on Eurosport million. So it's suit. And then, you know, Sheffield, whatever. So it's crazy big, crazy, crazy big exposure happens globally. When you go the IPF route, do you think Rondell goes the IPF route? Oh, by the way, Bob Matthews is waiting from him for him. Oh, by the yeah. way, Tony Cliff is waiting for him. Oh, Dennis Cornelius has come out of retirement. He just squatted 830 that you saw in that video. Now we all of a sudden, this 120s, it's starting to get a little spicy. Now, Bob, or, or uh now he's meeting you, but um he's clashing at worlds, potential world titles, Sheffield, etc. Do you think this remedies it? Do you think, how do you think the 120s look in the future? How's this are we happen? just talking, are we just talking about the weight class recognition? 
or are we talking about all-time performance recognition? Because if you're still comparing it to Good something question. like an Austin, yeah, that, it depends. The 120 recognition? Absolutely. You're going to get that. Like me, Ash, and Keenan, how we are all recognized as, you know, those guys, that was a battle. One of the best battles I've ever seen. Yeah, Rondell is going to be a part of that if that ever happens. And, you know, it's he's going to be recognized as GOAT 120, yeah. But, you know, if you're comparing it to the Jesus and the awesome performance, I don't know. That's maybe it that's depends. Up in the air it depends. Yeah, depends on what depends. he does. It, it, mm -hmm. There'll be a put it this way: there'll be a lot of eyeballs, though. I, I think like when people tune in, USAPL streams were go, not having the, as much views as they should, and then he's a guest lifter, so it's like. It, I got an answer. I got an answer. All yeah. he has to do is out deadlift Jesus. <laughs> that's it. If he out deadlifts Jesus. That's your recognition right there. <laughs> literally. That would be huge. At Worlds, with everyone, with the world watching. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. That's if you start out lifting the 120s, the guys above you. Start out lifting at yeah. least in one of them. Maybe in two. I don't know where his bench mm -hmm. can be. Start, start. You're not going to squat with his squats, but start taking right. some of these, this ground back. And yeah. um, now having said that, though, having said that, though, well, can you stop him? Can you take that from him? Mm. You're going 120. You, you're going 120, Bob. This is crazy yeah. to me because you're 105 <laughs> kilo, you know, 107. You are the equivalent of David and Goliath, giant slayer. It's going to be wild. Now, you'll have a year go around first before he shows up, but he's coming. Mm. I'm pretty sure he's coming. I'm going to let him announce whatever the shit, oh, I, yeah. but it looks like he's going to come that route. If he does... Now, you will have a year to gain weight, do all your thing, do everything you want to do, and get mm -hmm. as big as possible. Let's say the timeline is a year out, not this world's the next one. Will you be ready for this man? That's an interesting question. Um, I don't think the odds are in my favor ever to beat him at 120. And, I mean, I'm the biggest competitor. Let's believe that. But I'm also a realist. I'm real as hell. I don't think I could beat him at 120. He's too gifted at the class. My goal in the 120s is to chase absolute strength. I want I want to bench six. If benching six can beat Rondell, hey, <laughs> I guess he's going to get beat. I want to pull 400. I want to even rival 410. If that is going to beat him, hey, so be it. Those are my all-time goals, though. Um, and if I hit that, I'm a W in my book. But as far as beating Rondell, that that class was made for basically the, the Rondell. So me saying this is not surrendering or taking an L, absolutely not. I want to beat the guy, of course, but I'm also real. That guy is a special guy in that class. Um, me, I believe I'm special in the 240, 250 range. If there was a class that was like a 250, like 250 on the dot, that is my world. No one's taking that from me. It just so happens I'm moving into Rondell's world. And I might have to accept that. I might never be able to beat him, yo. If we When we clash, because I plan, if he's doing USAPL, I'm going to him. If he's doing IPF, I'm staying. If we clash, I'm staying. But And I, that makes me stronger. When I have that direct competition, like I did with Ash, it makes me a way better powerlifter. But, yeah. Hey, to the fans out there, don't think I'm taking, I'm, I'm surrendering or taking an L. But it's just that that man is a really special guy in that class. That's that's insane. 
of a guy. And A, I'll be coming with everything I've got. <laughs> Best yeah. believe that. Like like Devin, where it's like, look at man, if the other guy's the favorite, you got to make him earn his PRs, mm-hmm. make him, you, he can't miss, he can't walk in there. You, you got to make him earn it. You got to make yeah. him take it from you. You know, you, you, you can't lay down for nobody. It's so, you very much are driven on your own personal, I want to be the biggest, strongest version of me. And it doesn't matter, yeah. nothing else matters. Even if yeah. someone said to you, like, would you ever, after you've, is there a point where you could see yourself hitting the biggest, strongest version of yourself and being like, thing is so, every year you stay as big as possible, you keep hitting PRs. Like, is there a point where you might return back to 105 Ash is still there. Oh. Clash with Ash. Go, go for Sheffield. Big money. If I don't know, if, is money a factor for you? Like, what are the factors for you? Like, do you care about the money? Because there's big nah. money being tossed around, or I'm not big money, but there is money. I shouldn't say big, but um, it's not gonna change your life. The money isn't a factor. I like Sheffield. I'm not even care about the Sheffields to be honest. Even if I was like a favorite to win or whatever, um, I would say it's it's the feet. Would I ever go down? It depends on what I want to change. Maybe my goal could be I want to put up the highest 93 kg total of all time or something like that, right? It, who knows in the moment, but I would I need the five reds on bench. That is my – I'm thirsting for that. That's my definitely a goal I see for me in like two years. So that's all I could focus on, dream on right now. If I ever, When I hit that, I'm going to be so happy. I'll t- Me hitting that, taking an L, I'm a proud-ass man. That's fire. Um, but yeah, I'm not scared of the weight as far as going down. I'm not scared to go down eventually. I don't think I'll, my, my, my body weight won't be 115 ish forever. I'll probably go down back to 105 and then 93 and whoever I meet is whoever I meet. That would be cool. Whoever I meet is a circumstance of my goal at the time, whatever goal I want to chase. Maybe I want to cut down to 93 and try to bench beat Keiko's world record or something. Who knows? Which is kind of unlikely, unlikely as hell. But yeah, who knows? Um, so, so money isn't really like a factor. Nah. And this is where, right? I was wondering about this in terms of like a lot of lifters. What do you think the thoughts are for a lot of lifters here? The money, like, unless like Jesus made a made a big bag, he probably could. Like, very few lifters are actually going to be making a living off of just earnings as an athlete. Uh-huh. You think money at this point is going to be like like the the money series, the pro series, USAPL had, etc. Is that swaying people or whatever? Are you thinking people are just? It's not enough to sway people. People are going to go for titles and experiences and personal goals like PRs and stuff. It's a great question. At the moment, people are chasing the titles because the money is not quite enough yet. I mean, if that was the case, then US people would say USAPL staking the money. Um, over there's only so many people that could win Sheffields or take the world records, right? You wouldn't have so many people. Um, it's, it's probably the, the 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 legacy they're chasing, like Big Dev. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if USAPL had the prize pool at like what 50k or uh, 50k for first place, Big Dev might go stay USAPL. I don't know. That's just a random thought. I don't even know what his incentive is. But he's chasing the legacy aspect. He wants to beat me. He wants to win 120. He wants that legacy. He wants more to his name. So at the moment, I would say it's the titles. It's the building your your legacy up. 
over time, maybe it could be money. You know, mm. to an extent, money isn't that much of a factor for a few people. Because I mean, I've been part of podiums where we forgot we won the money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, oh shit, I just won two k. Literally, literally, that yeah. was me and Ash. Literally, I, I didn't even know I fucking won one third place overall, one k. But Ash, I was like, oh wow, I just got paid for doing this shit. I didn't even realize that. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like, okay, it's nice. Not gonna, not gonna say no to the check, but I'm certainly not yeah. gonna rearrange my calendar for one or two k. And and I do yeah. think this is these money meets are happening all over the world now. It's starting to become more common. The PA side has got money meets now. In France, they have money meets. In the UK, they have money meets. Like money meets are popping up in different national feds at different levels now. So I think now that it's happening more common. 2k here 3k there whatever five years from now maybe gets bigger 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 and maybe the top end people not just like sheffield winner but maybe on down are making a a living anyways that would be cool that would be possibly it's gonna take time yeah it's gonna take time it's gotta grow this this viewership that we're seeing um going up in the past few years like online for the streams is definitely helping. If we're looking for sponsors for holding meets and they're like, if I'm going to put that kind of money, how many people are watching? That's why yeah. people do promotion, my friend. That's why they do. And if they look and they're like, okay, you got hundreds of thousands of people watching your stream, which has happened now. Let's say in five years time, that's more and more consistent. Who knows? We'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely... I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. It'll be crazy. What do you think of this smile on your face? Like, yeah, I'm intrigued too. That, that's <laughs> who doesn't oh, want no, that? literally when you when you just said um just the they're looking at the viewership, I'm like, yo, maybe my maybe my presence does mean something going to the IPF. Maybe that'll even get more views. They'd ever seen me before. And they'd be like, Oh, who is this guy? And that could just mean more for the sport. That's literally what I was thinking. I'm like, wow, yo. That means a lot. No, it, listen, the views currently being experienced on the IPF worlds, we haven't seen before. It is exploding. Yeah. This is one of the reasons, yeah. like Russ said, I chose USAPL because I could wear my kit on the platform. I could wear my gear on the platform. Mm-hmm. But then when he saw that, like the IPF views were like so much more. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter if I'm wearing my kit or not. If people aren't looking in that direction. So then he's like, I got to go on the IPF route. And if yeah. he shows up, he's picturing, you think just like you were picturing the opportunities when eyeball that many eyeballs globally are on the platform. And, and I mean, Eurosport does like segments on lifters, like they did on Jess Bittner, Leah Bavois. And like, it's, it's big. And Russ is thinking, well, if I show up at IPF Worlds with that many eyeballs watching, now let me show my presence, charisma, and start. Now all my video blogs of me leading into are leaning into that event with all those eyeballs. Let me let me bring some of those people over. Yeah. Opportunity opens up. Sheffield, whether or not people are super into whatever, that many people watching show up, put on a show, make your presence felt. Use yeah. the time. People put on a platform like that with hundreds of thousands of people watching and you show up like Gavin Aiden. My God, if ever there was a man who showed up to an event thinking, 
I'm going to have everybody in this building, everyone watching, leaving, becoming a Gavin Aiden fan. You, you, you come like that. You come like not just I'm going to perform, but I want you to talk about me, whether I won or lost. And everybody was like, yeah, yeah like Gavin's doing a throat slit thing. And he's like super yeah. hype and living in the moment when he hits a squat. And um, the bigger the platform streams get, which we are now starting to experience in the last two years, it's been incredible. And you're coming over in the right time, Bob. Yes, sir. Okay. In terms of your presence for PA Nats, Worlds, or whatever, it'll help them. But it also opens the door for you to be like, let me freaking show people. Look at Penna with like with the content he put up exploding. He's getting Russell Orhe numbers now when he won Worlds because he was ready with his own videographer Jeez. to tell his story. You show Jeez. up ready with your own videographer and team. You're like, we got, let's go, gentlemen and ladies, whoever's on your team. My dude, it's an, an an amazing opportunity for you. And then doors, I know you coach. All the opportunities that open up after that. That's so true. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're you know, right. In terms of so coaching right. and apps yeah, yeah. and the whole nine, and uh, and you're a charismatic guy, and you're incredibly talented, and uh, now that. you're about to walk into a platform. Up, I can't wait to see you. In person lifting and at IPF, no. if you get to IPF Worlds, like you, we'll see what Dev does, and you got to battle Dev. So, whatever, mm -hmm. I'm showing respect, but you make the IPF Worlds, my man. That would be that'd be crazy. Like, but IPF, Bob, stepping on that stage, it's just a totally different atmosphere than USAPL. It'd be insane. That's insane. Yeah. Think about. And we'll see. So, talking about the world title between you, Ashton, and Brendan. Who do you think has the hardest path to collect a world title? I think that's going to be Petrie. Yes, yeah, he has a lot to go through as far as leaving the U.S. He has to go through Keiko. And then even at Worlds, if they're both selected, that's mm. a fight. Although I do think Petrie has a, a good um, an advantage over him. Yeah. I think um, Petrie has the hardest battle. As far as second hardest battle, mm. That is interesting. That's so, oh, oh, oh man. I think low key Ash might have the easiest battle. <laughs> what did you think about, really? What did you think about Anatoly calling out Ashton? Did you see that Anatoly, um, who who never calls out anybody? Anatoly, this is all the IPF World Champs see you fellas coming and are like, okay, all right. So, what did you think about that? I remember. I believe I messaged Ash. I was like, yo, we have to do this. <laughs> and same thing with Ash, um, with Tony, when Tony did that thing, Ash messaged me like, we have to show them. <laughs> it's funny, but I love that. And Tony did that. Um, it's just going to fire him up. I, I think it was kind of a little, little, not a mistake. Ash, and, he's been, he's fired up regardless, but she, she's going to make Anatoly work. That's all I got to say. He's going to make Anatoly work. Absolutely. Anatoly has to put on 30 kilos or get 30 kilos stronger or you're losing. Literally. So he has to get stronger. Where Ash is already at, strength-wise, we know what Ash could do. I mean, we know what he could do. We've seen it. Anatoly has to best that to beat him. So it's going to be a lot of work for Anatoly. Let's see if he could get stronger and he could pull up uh, some crazy strength gain. Strength gain. Because it is possible. It's not, it's not, I know I say he has the easy, he might have the easiest route, but 
That still ain't a Tony, you know. He's proven. It, what do you think gives Anatoly the confidence? Anatoly was saying things like, probably the same things that you, you've heard for yourself where they're saying, let's see with international travel. Now, Ashton came on the podcast and was like, excuse me, sir, I flew to South Korea, which is the other side of the world. I've I've battled Keenan over there. But then Anatoly was obviously Ooh. saying as well, there is the IPF standard, it's strict, etc. And and the hoopla that goes all around the IPF. When you show up at Worlds, it feels different. But Ashton's been around, you've been around, you guys have been in big what do you what do you think it is? Or do you think what Marcellus said? Now here's an option that Marcellus said that I think might be. Marcellus is like, look, Tony, Anatoly, the world champions. These these fellas are coming. What are you gonna do? You're gonna back down Literally, or you're gonna fucking head on. They have nothing to lose. Exactly. It's that. They have nothing to lose. I'm gonna be honest. What gives Anatoly the confidence is hope. If we were to break down who is at the strongest lifter doesn't always win. We know that. But That's who's true. actually stronger? And I mean Ash is stronger. He's got the higher deadlift. He's he's played with nine hundred on the pound plates. He's He's deadlifted 8670, 850. We've seen that countless times. I don't think I've seen Anatoly deadlift eight yet. I know he's a he benches a little more than Ash. Ash is hovering, not hovering. Anatoly's hovering about 30-ish pounds over his bench. But as far as the hope aspect, Anatoly has to hope Ash doesn't lock out a deadlift. Messes up on a technicality. Or he has to hope Ash doesn't hit IPF depth. It's the little mm -hmm. things like that. The technicality parts, he has to hope. Because Ash going nine for nine, that's an L for Anatoly. I know we like to put people and we like to like, you know, create this storyline, but we know who's stronger. It's just can he do it? Can he show it? So in my opinion, it's hope for Anatoly. And not even disrespect. Ash is just the stronger guy by a good margin. By a good margin. Yeah. Do you do you feel and Marcellus also talked about this. This is an opportunity for craftsmen on the global scale, whereas historically, previously, it was more on the USAPL side, and in America, people seen it. Do you feel a sense of pride about this? Do you think this might change some narrative with you, Petrie, um, Ash coming over? I mean, you guys got work to do, obviously, but there's mm -hmm. you got all three. You have to be in the discussion for a world title. What would that mean? Do you feel a sense of pride in that? And weigh that yeah. for me, if you can, against the pride of representing USA. Is there? Wow. Yeah, that, it wasn't going to be question. that easy a question. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, as far as all right, let me ask the the does it weigh more? Because that was a great question. It does weigh more. I mean, uh, it does weigh more. I mean, U.S., we got a lot of Americans that could go out and just do their thing. Mikey could go and take the 105 spot and just do his thing. Or we got a lot of Americans, but I didn't do it for America. I did it for craft. We assembled and we wanted to paint the podium craft because that'd be nice. Like, it leaves no doubt that we meant business. Um, I know there isn't a 120 on the Joey Flex side. So, I mean, that doesn't really give that much bragging rights. I know who's the one. I don't know if Mikey's unless doing Dev, Mikey. Unless Devin, because Devin's oh, yeah, a flex. Dev. 
Oh shit! Well, so that'll be Nats. That'll be Nats. But um, but yeah, but we'll okay. see. That's not official yet. We'll see. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We, we you'll have you'll have a flex. You'll have a flex hey. from there. Well, hey, I guess there there is somewhat of bragging rights. Um, but yeah, the fact that we talked our talk, and um, they talked their talk, and then they mean meaning um the flex squad, and we just go over there. And we win, you know. Petri, if Petri beats Keiko, that's kind of that's kind of the biggest battle to be honest, because that's. Your best 93, and he's a god at that. Keiko, our best 93, head-to-head clash, boom, Petrie takes over. That's a direct one-up over Flex Squad. And then Ash doing his thing. I don't know if there's a direct. Maybe Mikey, I don't know if he's doing PA or anything. But, yeah, it's just we did our thing, and we're not to be messed with. It does weigh more than representing USA because, like I said, USA has a lot of people that can represent I don't have, I didn't even step foot yet. I could retract my IPF competition and U.S. is still going to dominate. Uh, respectfully, I think U.S. will still do good. You know? Yeah, I mean, if I, if it's not me, it's Big Dev. So U.S. is doing, the U.S. is in great hands. It's, it's, it's for the craft. <laughs> it does take a little pressure off because you're so thick. It's like, uh, well, it's kind of like basketball. I don't know if that's a good analogy because sometimes U.S. isn't winning the basketball, but it's a it's definitely a sport where U.S. is so good. The B team, so to speak, is very difficult to beat on the men's yeah. side. The women's side, Team France, and there's some other nations that are flipping good. So it's going to take everything U.S. has. Yeah. Um, do you okay? So a couple follow up questions. Do you think you would think feel differently if America started taking L's? And holy shit, another nation was starting to emerge over USA as number one. And now USA is no longer the dominant force. And you're like, then will you be like, I don't think so. No, 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 no. This is for pride and nation now. (laughs) Like, Well, absolutely. Because if America's taking L's, that means there are some forces that need to be, you know, destroyed. (laughs) There's some forces that really need to be taken over we need to now I, I there's a force that i need to go rival and that's that that, that means that we need to step it up now it's us to step up so now i have to represent more than just my team now it's america that's we, we can't be looking sloppy come on america come on we we're all this kind of, I, I know the internationals look at us as um you know the cocky ones and stuff like that i always hear it but we can't be like we can't have that attitude and then be losing like that. So I got to, you know, step in a little bit. It would mean a lot. It would mean a lot. It'll be interesting. Like the sport has, and you've been around for a hot minute now. You've seen the sport grow in other regions, particularly Europe. Like European nationals, when you first came into powerlifting, the European championship wasn't like a massive time. It was a good time. But it wasn't going to be in comparison to a USAPL national championship. Now they have world champions on men's and women's side who are showing up at European championships. And it's like, okay, they're the best in the world. The rest Mm -hmm. of the world is starting to catch up now. Do you feel that? Do you feel like the globalization of the sport is starting to happen now? Do you think it's a trend that's going to continue? Um, Would you, if yes, what would you attribute that to? Because obviously the popularity seems globally to be growing due to, if you look at the numbers again, streaming wise, is it just the the fishnet is casting 
greater yeah. and grabbing more talent globally? I, I've seen a lot of the GB people. The Britons, they're coming up. A lot yeah. of them. All ages. All ages. So, And I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging that the rest of the world is catching up indeed. And it's a good thing. The sport is growing. I'm, that's the cause of that is literally Sheffield's. It's it's the performances we're having. What Austin just did, that's attracting new viewers to the sport. This small guy just did that? Wow, maybe mm-hmm. I have potential in whatever I want to do. And Jesus doing what he did. 1,000 pounds, man. I want to get strong like that. And even Rondell, everybody. And just, just an effect of the sport becoming bigger and bigger and the competitions. So, um, yeah, it's these international people are watching us and us Americans and they're like, yo, we got to catch up. So they're catching up legit and they're going to catch up. It's not going to be America on top every single time. No, it's going to be tough. I know. I see a lot of international people, a lot, all weight classes, man and woman. It's just not the way dynasties work in sports. It doesn't happen like that forever. It It's, it's yeah. always going to be battles. You know, it's it's always going to be battles. And to your point with GB, like like Nanzo, though he's what is he eighteen? Just turned eighteen from yeah. Great Britain, and he's hitting like, I mean, he, I think he's pulling into the eight hundreds. Yeah, I think he he posted he might be the youngest man to pull into the eight hundreds or something like that. I forget the the stat though, but um, yeah. To your point, there are people all over the world now, and for Great Britain, certain mm. nations they have social media guys who are like blowing up with the when they post they'll get thousands and thousands of likes and that just makes it more popular over there and britain's got yeah. a few hitters like that who are freaking killing it they got an 83 or 105 and a 120 who are exploding on social media yeah. and their following is is blowing up so then other gb people who follow them are like i'm getting involved in powerlifting yeah and then of course insane. and of course sheffield being in britain it's people just can show up, watch the show, leave, and be like, oh, my God, I'm coming back for more. Mm-hmm. Over the past year, it's just been so much GB in my face. Yo, what the, what the, <laughs> what the, every, say, every, of course, it's crazy. Is that the next nation to, to explode, you think, is GB for the men's side of yeah, this? Yeah, it's, it's happening right now for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I don't, it's not even close. Absolutely. And as far funny as the men's, th- yeah, yeah, they're scary. And and the thing is too, you were going against like Papa GB with Tony Cliff. Papa GB, he <laughs> is literally he's like patriarch over there when it comes to the British Fed. He's been around forever. Just wow. symbolism wise, if you got to push back Britain, you got to get by Tony. This is going to be, it'll be an interesting little rivalry, my friend. I like yeah. how it's it's spicing up. Um, I also wanted to ask you about, so for you, is it a big deal? Like, is Flex the other team that you guys got to beat? Are they the ones on top on the global scene that you're like, okay, let's try to go title for title? Because you had mentioned trying to gather titles and comparing yourself to the Flex mm-hmm. uh, squad. So, yeah, I did listen to Russ's recent podcast, and he he had a good point. It's not just... Who I think it is, as far as Jesus, Russ, Keiko, and Delaney, it's not just who I think it is. It's more, they got women. They have a 74 that we don't have. They have other people 
in different weight classes and women, right? We're just bringing me, Petrie, Ash. So it's bigger than that. And they'll have their bragging right as far as more titles, the potential bragging right. Um, Because, you know, we still got to do. It's tough. I would say, yeah, it does mean a lot anyways if me, Petrie, and Ash could win. That's still very meaningful as far as what we're doing for craft. And we're still, you know, that's still bragging rights in the sense. But Russ was right when he said what he said about we have shooters here, 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 here in the woman's state, blah, blah, blah. So I get that. But um, it's still a statement, I would say, that we're making if we do our thing in the IPF. Yeah. Well, it's just coming. Is, what's Jamar doing? Is he coming? I think he's staying. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think he's staying USAPO. It'd be cool if he could come over. <laughs> be yeah. cool. I mean, but, this. Uh, how much does this rivalry mean to you? It is. It is good to have rivalries. It is good to have ooh. sport. We. That's all sports is. Is rivalries. That's the only reason we're we're watching people compete against each other. How much does it mean to have that? To have like other nations, the flex fam, whatever. It. Well, as far as the rivalry, how much does it mean to me? It's like on a scale of ten, I would say. A six, five to six out of ten. It's you know decent. It's up there, and I think that strongly because of no one being directly in my weight class, way yeah. stronger than me. So I know it's Dev in the weight class, and then it was Mikey at one hundred five. But I wasn't, you know, I'm not really. I you need to be a lot stronger than me for me to be thirsty, thirsty. Um, if Rondell was, oh my god, if he was part of Flex Squad. Dude, can you imagine if oh, Rondell goes, I want to announce oh, I'm joining the Flex fam. Oh, Nelly. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. And, yeah, I'm, would, and I'm also moving to the UK. <laughs> that'd, yeah. that'd be it. That'd be a wrap. That'd be crazy. Okay, well, there's all the boxes checked. Yeah, if they had a strong one, like, seven strong, of course, but like uh-huh. a way stronger than me, 120. Oh, my God. It would, be, it would mean a lot more. It would mean a lot more for sure. All right, sir. Do you want to play a little name game? Yeah. Get it. Uh, okay. Um, so I drop a name. You could tell me one word, two words, sentence, story. You there's no right or wrong answer. But some people okay. belt it off real quick with one or two words after you hear the name. Um, well, do it your most recent rival and teammate and possible future national teammate. Let's see what happens at PA Nats. Ashton Rouska. Legend. I think I legit every time I think of us going head to head. Um, if Aston ne- never existed or Keenan never existed, I would be like a like a Rondell, just separate in my own world, my own weight class. Me and Ashton are like a we're like uh we cancel out. It's like putting Carl Malone in Jordan's era. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You're, you're taking every piece from the from the next guy, right? That's what I think about it. He's a legend, and I'm grateful to have him as a freaking adversary he's the best adversary i could have ever had he's prepared me for so much so yeah i'm grateful for that legend okay uh current rival now apparently anyways if you pay attention to social media tony cliff tony cliff Uh, a lot of respect you're biting off more than you can chew but a lot of respect for sure you know what you're doing tony you know what you're doing you're a legend um you still got to get stronger because I'm just saying. But yeah, he's a legend. Um, I'm, I definitely got to do more research on him. Looking forward to see what he does at the at this meet coming up. Absolutely looking forward. He knows I'm watching. He threw a sub in his story about me 
Um, there's a GB. Uh, his name is Abdullah. He's compete. He's 105. He's moving up to the 120s. So right. King he put in the yeah, story. Mo. Yeah, Mo, Mo, Mo. He put in the story. It's not the this the uh, not the first and last 105 that's gonna get a spanking or something like that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's yeah. his friend, by the way. This is what I I'm know. saying. <laughs> that I was pretty cheeky. That was pretty good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, someone sent me that. Oh, uh, but yeah, he, he, Tony, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. He motivated. Matter of fact, you want to know something funny? I could screenshot my wallpaper right now and send it to you this instant. He's my wallpaper right now. Is that right? Whoa, yeah. dude. Tony's going to love that. He's my wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's lit a fire on you. Mm hmm. That's good. Well, that's what that's what sports are for, man. Um, how about the 120 Phenom Rondell Hunt? Mm. It's the same thing as an Ash. He's a legend, legit. Um, absolute potential goat. I would say he's fucking lucky. He's having Ashton. My God. It's like you put two people in, you just drop one here and drop one here, and this one has this crazy demon that he has to face. This guy doesn't have that demon. Oh, it's crazy. Because uh, I, I only say that because if you think about it, what Taylor and Austin did to the 74s and the weight class up is what Rondell's doing to them. But you could also argue that me and Ash are doing that to the weight class up. Me and Ash would have won the 125s. So, yeah, I look at Rondell as, yo... You're you you're an outlier. You know how when you when people say, "Oh, this guy was ahead of his time." Will Chamberlain would have been a Shaquille O'Neal, but he was just born in the '60s. That's Rondell mm -hmm. right now. He's way ahead of his time. He's a god. He's a goat. And I'm not. He's my favorite lifter. My favorite lifter. And I'll be honest, he has a strong potential to be one of the scariest people powerlifting has ever seen. Ever. How about because talking about? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, because of his ability to do every single lift. That was it. Um, how about this? The 120 kilo go before Rondell did his thing. Oh. And his Cornelius. I, I, I really messed with him. I remember he left a comment on my page that motivated me. I think it was on like a heavy, some heavy double I did or triple. But he's a goat himself. Yo. I remember watching him thinking he's a god. I remember the Larry Wheels, the battle he did with Larry Wheels. I think he... It's funny because uh, BC told me a story about him and Larry or whatever. Um, and just well, him what getting, happened? Because he's natty. He's Dennis's natty. Yeah, too. I, I Larry, Larry is not. They, they didn't believe Dennis was natty. Really? Yeah, they, they, they didn't believe it. You know how pet heads are. They, they're like, there's no way. He's taking He's on something. It's got to be something. Yeah, they didn't believe it. Um, and then they looked at this guy like, oh, this bare belly guy. And he ain't doing shit. And then he did what he did. Yeah, so I remember that. Dennis is a go, and he's you. You keep you're hinting he might come back. He's a guy that would like made me like increase my, my the temperature of my body. Now that's a guy that I that's gonna make me kind of like oh wow, yeah. He's he's totaled a thousand kilos at um, two hundred seventy five pounds. He totaled a thousand. Yeah. Like he he's to your point. Now he's 40, but so is Tony. So it doesn't mean he can't anymore. But he's around yeah. Tony's age. But he comes back. Like you got a legend on your hands. It would be so good. You would be fighting a legend. It would be so yeah. good stream. Everyone's got to watch. But 
Well, I'm gonna slide in his DMs because Dennis is um and and I love that those fellas thought he's on PDs now. He's just country boy strong. He's just oh, one I of those know. dudes, but he's built I, I see the joints. I see the knee joint. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's like I a mechanical it. device, man. It's not yeah, even a yeah. knee joint. It's like a mechanical device. It's crazy. Uh, another thing I forgot to ask you earlier, we were just talking about Rondell, but Rondell made a statement on the podcast that got a lot of traction, and I clipped it. Rondell said, if I, because he had this weird rivalry with Taylor Atwood, and he said, if I was not gone from 2018 to, to, to 2022, if I wasn't gone, mm-hmm. I would have rewrote history, and people wouldn't have talked about Taylor like they did, because I would have been there. And instead of Taylor, because Taylor was so far ahead, but he's he's saying, I would have racked up all those world titles. I would have done all this and that in terms of being so far ahead of my weight class, just like he was ahead of his. That instead of Taylor having no peer, he would have had me. And at the very least, he's like, he thinks it would have been him. I, yo, I could see that. I could legit see it. It would depend on what other people are doing at the time. Because I do believe I believe people, like, for example, the reason why why Rondell is so strong right now is because he sees something like a Taylor. Taylor sparked that. Rondell never wanted to chase 600 dots before the Taylor hit that explosion. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. He would have to correct me if I'm wrong there. But because Taylor did that, Rondell ended up doing this, right? Mm -hmm. So in that time, Rondell, of course, Rondell was always capable, but I don't, no one around was doing a 600 dot. So we don't know what the performance would be. And for example, Austin, since he just did that 851 kg total, now you're probably going to have other 74s really stepping it up. And I think it's just a result of this person does this. That means competition has to step up. So as far as bringing it back to 2018, I don't know. You know, I, I have no true idea as far as. Oh, I would have totaled 950, 970. I have no idea. But we know the potential was always there because he's done that. He's done it's, it. It's because as a junior in 2018, he was so special that as a junior at the World Championships, he out-totaled the Open at the World Champ- the yeah, same World Championships. Goddamn. He would have been the Open. So he would have been the Open World Champion. And then if he never left and just kept that running right through to now? Yeah. That's crazy. That crazy. He would be, yo, yeah, it'd be scary. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, things, things happen for a reason, but that would be crazy. Things happen I for still, a reason. This is reason. what I'm saying. I, I feel bad because I'm like, I hate having that conversation with Rondell. And you could tell he's like, all that gone, right? And, but I'm like, Rondell, you're still like, I think he's like 26, 27. Yeah. I was just going to say, you're that. okay, he's man. Young. You yeah. could do this. You could yeah. still make. He can still carve out an amazing legacy with like five world titles and God knows what he's going to do. And everyone will talk about like you're the goat. And then you missing four years will actually add to your legacy and be like, do you know what happened to him? It'll be like a sports story. It'll be a sports story. Don't worry, Mm -hmm. Rondell. Like everything's going to be okay, but I don't want to see this fucking guest lifter shit where he's not getting the props he needs and people watching and and, uh, like he's got to be in the mix. I want him in the mix with everybody else. Um, so anyways, we'll see what happens. I decided to throw it back mm-hmm. to Rondell for a minute. But um yeah, yeah. all right, man. How about this next one? Devin Williams. Devin, oh, yes. big bench, big body bench dev. He has um I for I remember I for a moment before you know Rondell started going off with the 570 and the 580 bench. 
I crowned him in my head the best venture in the USAPL. Literally. That's like, he has that title. Um, like I said, I've studied his bench. I've studied what he did at 105 kilos. I remember he did the collegiates. Uh, I studied all of that. I studied the freaking Dude. USPA meet where he had four bench attempts. And I saw he had really? to, go to that, to that, to that, to that. Yeah, of course. Um, Student of the game like I've never met, man. Yeah. Um, and Devin deserves that acknowledgement because his bench is insane. He's an insane lifter. Um, yeah. Of course. Uh, me saying that about his bench, big body bench, it's not to disrespect his other lifts. His other lifts are a problem as well, but his bench is just a standout. He's a special lifter. Yeah, let's see what happens. I'm interested to see what happens, yeah. Devin. Uh, getting getting close to the end here, my friend. Brennan Petrie. Petrie. <laughs> that was unexpected. Uh, potential to be the greatest minor three ever. He just has to do what he has to do. Pretty much. He's another one of my favorite lifters. I wish he was posting right now so I could see his training. Because even though we're so, we used to be like this in body weight, but now we're like, <laughs> we're so far away. But he still motivates me. Um, seeing what he does still motivates me. Um, whether it's dips, whether it's any accessory, RDLs, um, I'm very motivated from a lot of what he does. He's a 93 GOAT, and hey, he has to take that crowd from Keiko, which I strongly believe he can. It's Keiko is defending, but Petrie is looking good. Yeah. How 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 tight are you guys gonna be? You Ashton Petrie, when you roll into like PA Nats, IPF Worlds, like how much does it mean? Like, are you guys with each other? Someone's got a cut. Are you guys like helping each other in terms of, like the days before you guys hanging out and it gives you a sense of strength being around each other is it like that or do some of you guys kind of like lone wolf style do your own thing how, how are you guys that was a great question mm, i feel like it'll be like a pact low-key i feel like it'll be a pact like going in the past it was kind of like we did have airbnb we shared airbnbs before although ashton kind of always did his own thing and then we just see him meet there and we're like yay let's go um, as far as now, IPF route will probably be even closer, to be honest. We'll be even closer because there isn't a dodge cop. We're not going against each other. Um, shit. Do the 105s and 120s in the IPF compete on the same day? We'll see when the schedule comes out. Maybe sometimes. Hmm. I think some. I think usually the 120s and 125 oh. or 120 plus is good. Yeah, it's separate. Yeah. We just might be more of a pack. Hey, we could they they might be helping you in the warm-up room. Yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be crazy. But yeah, that would be dope. It'll, be be, dope. it'll also bring you... You'll. It'll be... It'll bring you together in different ways as well when you're on the same mm -hmm. nation and you all got USA across the chest and now you're mm -hmm. walking in like that together. You'll feel yeah. different about it when you're on the same nation mm -hmm. because then you need national team points to win and you're like... If an upset happens, you're like, oh, shit, we took an L in the 74s. Oh, shit, we took an L where? And you yeah. start hearing this. So by the time you lift, other Americans will be like, come on, Bob. Like, you know, they'll, it'll, it turns into that. The best thing about it is we all, bro, we all went head to head to head twice. Well, yeah, twice, legit twice. Both Virginia, well, one Virginia pro and then the Arnolds. Um and we can feed off of each other in the sense that, well, me and Ash we went to head to head like five times. But Petrie, let's say if 
I don't know, let's say if God forbid he misses a squat or something. I'd be like, yo, Petrie, yo, we went head to head before. I know what you're capable of. We chased, believe it or not, we both wanted 2K Virginia Pro 2021. So you've been you've been chasing that since 2021. I know you have it. Just do it. Be Keiko. So a, a little conversation could spark up like that. Or if it's ass, I could be your ass. I just had you at nationals. We went head to head. We were chasing for this 1K. Show Anatoly everything. You know what you got. Come on, I believe you could do this. And then, hey, they could say the same to me. Literally. Yeah. So it'll be cool to get, have that in the back. When things get tight, it'll matter who's around. You You mm-hmm. will draw strength from each other and encouragement. Um, last one, Marcellus Williams. Hey, craft superior to flex. Done. Period. Um, and he's young too. He's young, so imagine the the the, the impact he's gonna have in time. Like it's gonna be crazy. Um, I truly believe he's one of the best coach. Yo, I don't think I could have another coach. Legit, like if we were to suddenly just stop, I would not. I don't see myself getting another coach. It's legit to go. Hey. That's a yeah. Simply put. Yeah, well said. All right. Um, I'll let you go, sir. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate your time. How do people get a hold of you if they want coaching? Hey, I am SSJ Bob on everything. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. That's all. There it is. Slide in the DMs. Yeah. All right, my man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Much appreciated. Um, I'll see you in a few weeks in Houston, man. And Absolutely. We'll... Oh, I can't wait to see what you do if you if you end up going for a, a conventional PR in the final poll, man. Ah, be we'll mad see. at that. Wouldn't be mad yeah. at that. We'll see. You talk with Marcellus. You know, you guys got yeah. to stick to your plan. But I'll see you soon. And to everybody listening, please do subscribe. And until next time, six-pack lap of that, six up, and we are out. Bang, bang.